Hi, I'm Tom Power. Welcome to Toy Heart, a podcast about bluegrass. This is the last episode of season two here from Nashville is my conversation with Allison Krauss. I remember, you know, the first time I looked out in the audience and saw people singing words to our songs that only we had recorded. That was just a really crazy moment. Just never thought it would end up being there. Never thought we'd hear back from Rounder. Yeah. Never thought we would hear from Rounder in the first place. If this is your first time listening, you can hear full interviews with Jerry Douglas, Allison Brown, Bela Fleck, Larry Sparks, Jody Stecker, and so many more wherever you get your podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Later on. Welcome to Basic Folk, where we have honest conversations with folk musicians. It is a podcast, and I am the host. I'm Cindy House. Thank you so much for joining me back at Club Passim this week for another live episode of the podcast. If you missed it, last week we featured Dinty Child, who uh, has a new album. Uh, it is out. It is called Lucky Ones, and you should go check it out and go listen to our interview because it was very fun. This week, we uh, have Rachel Lynn, who is also performing live at Club Passim back in December. Uh, Rachel does not have a record out yet, but hopefully uh, sometime soon it'll be released. I met Rachel when we both lived in Pittsburgh, which I talk about like a thousand times during this interview. Uh, And I did a couple of interviews with her through my old radio station, WYEP. Nowadays, Rachel is living in Denver. We're thrilled to have her on Basic Folk. In fact, she took like a red eye from Denver to get to Boston. So she was here, I think, for less than 24 hours, but flew in special for this episode. Hope you enjoy it. Uh, Her songs are so beautiful, and it's nice to be able to talk to Rachel about her influences, some of her fears, uh, and also just enjoy her general personality. She's a, a special person. And uh, again, we're glad to have her. The night uh, at Club Passim started off with my dad playing accordion because Matt Smith is the best and he lets me uh, be self-indulgent. The night started out at Club Passim with my dad, Lou House, borrowing Dinty Child's tiny accordion to play a couple of songs. And we're going to hear one of those songs right now that you might recognize called Four Leaf Clover. And then we'll get to our conversation and performance with Rachel Lynn on Basic Folk live at Club Passim. Explaining the one remaining in that someone I adore. I'm looking over a poorly clover that I overlooked before. That I'll overlook before. 
Thank you very much. Well, thanks everybody for coming out tonight. I'm really excited about the two musical acts that we have. Um, our first guest I met in Pittsburgh. We were both kind of rolling through Pittsburgh for like a decade. Um, and her music just blows me away. It's, it's really hard to describe, so I'm really happy that you're all here to witness it. Uh, also, she flew in on the red eye from Denver this morning, so we are pleased and thrilled to welcome Rachel Lynn. How's it going? You Tired. okay? Yeah. Good though. Man, all right. Um, so Rachel Lynn originally is from Georgia, so we went from Georgia to Pittsburgh to Denver. Has anyone ever been to Georgia here? Yeah. Do you, does anyone know Rachel from being in Georgia? <laughs> no? Okay. Well, thanks so much for coming tonight. This is such a treat to have you Thank here. Thank you for having me. Um, the last time I saw you, she actually played a house concert in my basement in Pittsburgh. So this is a basement in Cambridge, so a little bit different. <laughs> um, all right, so you ready to do this? Yeah. Okay. Um, Rachel Lynn, originally from Marietta, Georgia, and we've had a couple of conversations about music in in our past life together in Pittsburgh. Um, and you told me that you were always playing music growing up. Um, can you talk a little bit about what was drawing you to music and what kind of feeling it gave for you to explore music as a young person? Uh, it's really hard to describe what drew me to it. It always just felt like something I connected to that I couldn't find in anything else. And um, it's just a good outlet for me, I find, to um, go through things. And if I can't put it into words, I can put it into a song somehow. So when you were first discovering music and then discovering that you were writing music, um, maybe we could put some names to like feelings that you were experiencing, like peace or comfort or something that made you feel whole. Honestly, the only word that comes to mind is sadness. <laughs> <laughs> as a way um, for you to channel your yeah, sadness. Yeah, it's a way sadness. to um, really connect with that and accept it. And I think that music heals and brings people together. So when you first started writing, it it was sort of... It was very this, healing. Yeah, it's yeah. a channel of healing. Yeah, yeah that's so great. So I would say it brings me peace, definitely. Great. I'm listening to music like as much as I can every single day. Do you remember what kind of music you were first drawn to when you were younger? Uh, I remember being really, really little and uh, obsessed with Santo and Johnny, the sleepwalk, sleepwalk. Something about that song brought me a lot of peace and happiness. Um, Patsy Cline, um, let's see, Elvis Presley. But the particular song, I can't help or I can't help falling in love with you. I don't mm. even know, I'm not a huge, like, I don't know everything about Elvis, but that one song, I was like, I would call into the radio station and like, I tried to remember the name of it and they would just laugh at me because I was this little kid, like, trying to request a song. <laughs> I was like, it's Elvis and I don't know, but. It's Elvis and he sounds like a ghost. <laughs> Please play the song for me. Yeah. It sounds like a lot of haunting um, influences for you, which totally makes sense for your sound, which yeah. maybe we should just hear right now do you would you like to play sure. us a song yeah okay this song's uh called a dream i had
I know you don't have your your guitar tonight, but yeah, it feels like I'm cheating. <laughs> does it really? A little. It just it sounds different. How like, does it? How does it feel? I've had the same guitar since I was 14, and I've played like every show with it. And I don't know. We just feel like a team, and it's a security blanket. And I know how it sounds, and I know how it plays, and I don't know. The songs just feel different. There's also an interesting story about how you got that guitar. I mean, or is it that got guitar or your electric guitar? I mean, they're both pretty interesting stories, I guess. But yeah, this guitar, I was like, my mom know, knew that I wanted a guitar, so she took me to the music store, and um, I ju- I didn't know how to play the guitar. I play by ear, and um, I just asked the guy at the music store who does know how to play guitar. I was like, can you just play all of them until I like hear which one? like resonates with me and so he started playing them <laughs> and then I was like no not that one and he started playing a song and I was like no not that one and then like the third or fourth and I was like that one <laughs> that one is the one that I want and yeah is that your acoustic guitar that's the, my acoustic that and I then have. what about the electric the electric guitar I just found in a pawn shop a long time ago and it was like 50 bucks but it has like a cool like flower design on it i don't know it's really unique and um i've tried to like look for something similar online and i can't find it i don't know one of a kind it it feels that way yeah so you're originally from georgia like we talked about Mm -hmm. when you think about being raised like in the south 
for you. How do you relate to that? And what parts of being from the South have stayed with you? Who? I, that's a tough one. We have all night. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know. I, it's all I've ever known was growing up in the South. So I don't know. I just, something about it feels like home because that's where all of my family is. I never really got out of the South until I, you know, moved to Pittsburgh on a whim and then moved to Denver. But um, I don't know. It's it's just a it. I like how open it is and it's warm and I don't. I don't really people are very people are very friendly in the South versus. So we're all here in Cambridge, Massachusetts, um, and I lived in we lived in Pittsburgh for a long time. And so me moving to Pittsburgh, I was like, everyone is so friendly here. I don't know if you had that same um, take, like going north, if you were thinking like, why are people so mean here? I honestly feel like I, I feel like people are friendly. I don't know. I think people have their bad days. You meet jerks everywhere. <laughs> but right. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I never really went to like the east or you know the west and thought to myself man like people aren't aren't as nice here as the south but Mm. i have heard people go like there's that southern hospitality and do feel like a warmth in the south which i could see Mm because they are i could see how it's different but i don't know for me it's more of a a scenic thing like i like thinking of the south i think of like dirt roads and like just going out in the woods and like collecting my thoughts or right you know that's nice so you lived in Pittsburgh for several years, and there's like this really interesting story of you took a 28-hour train wa- ride from Atlanta to Pittsburgh to visit somebody, and then you kept coming back to visit, and then you just decided, I'm going to stay if I find a job, and yeah. you did. You found a job. You had your guitar. You had a suitcase, yep. and you just decided, I'm going to stay here. Yes. Now, as somebody who has like moved it's a big move, you know, and you don't really think about the emotional work you're going to have to do after you move from one place to another, especially like in being alone. Um, how did you, how do you now feel about moving and dealing with the emotional aftermath of a move? Um, well, first of all, I was really young when I decided like, Oh yeah, this is a good idea. (laughs) Moving to Pittsburgh and not really having a plan. Um, and I did kind of hit an emotional, like, rock bottom there, I found. Just, like, when you, it's harder to make friends than you would think, and, you know, things go wrong, and your family's on the other side of the country, and it just gets real, real fast, and um, it helped me grow up in, like, countless ways. And in Pittsburgh is where you first started taking music pretty seriously, so that... Did that maybe help in that ground you? Helped. Yeah, because back to um, like it being a way to cope and heal and process things. And uh, I definitely put a lot of things I was feeling into just writing music and kind of found like, oh, well, I should do this. <laughs> yeah, cool. Well, I feel like this is a good place to hear another yeah. song. For whatever reason, I mean, I was playing music and a few open mic nights in Atlanta, but... I just started writing more the more I would go through and experience and just kind of found myself in Pittsburgh. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense, especially if you're dealing with something traumatic and then you find something that truly helps you and grounds you and we all benefit from it. 
Rachel Lynn. <laughs> this song is called Under Southern Skies, and um, it's about Georgia. We drove down dirt road searching for answers that we couldn't find. Parked in a field somewhere Laid on the hood And lost track of time And we stared at that moon Until we lost our minds High on a feeling that only the stars in the sky could provide And that town was empty, but somehow we managed to fill it with love so happy that you're here uh, oh my gosh too. you're so good <laughs> um I'm wondering about your relationship to performing you know writing is one thing being it terrifies me performing does yeah. tell me more tell me more about this terror I have really bad anxiety just in general. Oh, man, that's so amazing. And um, it's terrifying. <laughs> Can you relate at all? Can um, you relate to that? Yeah, I'm like really <laughs> nervous and upset right now. Yeah. So, yeah, it just, um, I don't know. It, it feels like this thing I have to conquer, and I get really nervous about it. And then uh, you're up there, 
and then it's over. The moment's over. It's like, why was I scared? But it, every single time, like, it doesn't get easier. It's just really? Like, yeah, like, my heart beats really fast. Okay, when a couple I play. of follow ups. It's really hard not to cry when I play. Like, my sh- voice gets shaky. Because you're nervous. I think it's sometimes it's easier than others. Does anyone else nervous cry? (laughs) Yes, we have some nervous criers in the audience. And yeah, just some sometimes it's fine when I play, but like tonight, every song I'm just like, oh, this makes me think of that one time and that one person. Well, this is a very emotionally charged stage, Mm -hmm. so it's fine. Also, you're not alone. It's fine because how many people are crying right now? Got one hands, <laughs> one crier. Um, so it's interesting to me and just knowing you a little bit, it seems as though like you have this purpose. It is to write these beautiful songs and perform them, but it terrifies you. But you're like, I have to do it anyways. So you're putting yourself in an uncomfortable position over and over and over again. Yeah, it feels like it's what I'm supposed to do. But some days it's just like, I don't know if I can. Do you ever come to that point where you're like, I can't do it, and then you just don't get on stage? No, never. No. I would never do that. What do you think it what do you think the thing is that pushes you to get on stage even though every um every cell in your body is like, please don't make me do this? Why not? (laughs) Just do it. I can't argue with that. (laughs) Um, Um better to have done it than wish you had. What is the feeling like when after you have performed and like you're off stage? Is there any kind of like afterglow that makes it kind of all worth it? Usually relief and whiskey. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, that is perfect. Um, Cool. No further questions. (laughs) Do you want to play another song? Yeah. All right. How do you feel about playing this song? Do you feel nervous? No, this one is really sad, so I'm very comfortable with it. (laughs) How many people here are sad? Anyone? Yeah. Life is hard. So this song's called Some Nights. Oh, 
Uh, recently, you moved to Denver, Colorado. Yeah. What prompted that move? Um, I felt like at a point, I had reached a point in Pittsburgh where um, I had learned all it could teach me. And that I just felt kind of like I wasn't doing much. And I was actually in a car accident right before I moved in January, like really bad, like broke my collarbone, my shoulder, like woke up the next day in the hospital. I had like a concussion. It was really bad. And I found myself in a city where I didn't have family and like Mm. going through this horrible thing. And uh, life is short. Yeah. And you, so you moved over to Denver. Did you tell me that your sister lives there? Yeah. Yeah. Um, So that's great to be able to have family. Yeah, and I worked at a music uh, venue in Pittsburgh. I met a lot and saw a lot of really great shows from musicians who were based in Denver. And I don't know, it just gave me this impression that Denver had a really great music scene. And um, were they lying? Or no, they, so no, far they're not lying. Yeah, so, so far many not cool lying. people yeah. in Denver, <laughs> and it's beautiful there. And my sister's there. It just felt like a good place to kind of start over and learn new things and Great. experience new things. How is like so? Okay, I I don't know if you guys knew this. I've already mentioned this like a hundred times in this interview. But I used to we used to live in Pittsburgh together. I used to live in Pittsburgh. I don't know if you guys knew that or not. But um, <laughs> I had no idea. So Pittsburgh has like. And I'm not knocking Pittsburgh at all, but it has like the most polluted air um, in any other city in the country except for like Los Angeles. It's like number two. Um, but the air is like pretty bad. So I'm wondering if you at all noticed like the purity of the air in Colorado versus Pittsburgh. Actually, no. All right, cool. Next question. <laughs> I did notice the altitude was quite different, and I'm trying to drink as much water as possible while living there. Did you, Did somebody have to tell you that, or were you like, I feel funny, let me look it up? Um, no, <laughs> it was more like, I feel funny, and then they were like, it's the altitude. Ah. <laughs> so now I just blame everything on the altitude. That's the greatest joke. Am I right? It is. Yes, yeah. it's the greatest joke. Um, in what ways do you think Denver is changing your like I'm personality? I'm feeling crazy today. It's the altitude. Yeah, it's the altitude. Totally. Um, in what ways do you think Denver is like changing your personality? I don't feel like I'm there yet. I don't feel like it's changing my personality quite yet. It's definitely. Do you see the potential? It's changing my mood a little bit. I don't know. It's. Well, like, I hope that like you would how say... Has, how has Boston, moving back to Boston, changed your personality? I can breathe for the first <laughs> time. And, yeah, I think, like, taking public transportation again and being able to walk places and everyone here doesn't want to talk to me just like I don't want to talk to them. <laughs> right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Anyways, get back to us about that, Rachel. Um, I'm, I'm still, I'll, I'll, I'll keep you posted on my personality shifts. Okay. (laughs) That sounds great. Do you want to play another song? Yeah. Yeah. So this song's called Love Song for a Cynic. 
It's sad. Do one more song. All right. Uh, this song's called Let's Go.
Rachel Lynn, we need to do the lightning round. Okay. You ready? No. Okay. Yes, you're ready. Okay. Rachel Lynn, what was the first song you learned on the guitar? I don't remember. Batman or Superman? Batman. What is your karaoke song? Crazy by Patsy Cline. Do you like dogs or cats? Both. What is your favorite U.S. city? Atlanta. First album you bought with your own money? I don't remember. First concert. I don't know. You're not doing very good, Rachel. I know. I was, I have a really it's the concussion. It's the altitude. Okay. <laughs> what is your dream collaboration? Ooh. Um Um Johnny Cash. Beatles or Rolling Stones? Rolling Stones. Morning person or night owl? Night owl, but I want to be a morning person. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Star Trek or Star Wars? Um, Star Wars. <laughs> Didn't sound very convincing. <laughs> Who's your favorite Star Wars character? Um, Chewbacca. Okay, good answer. <laughs> All right, last question. This is for the win. What is the most beautiful place you've ever visited? Club Passim. Very good. Rachel Lynn, thank you very much. Basic Folk This Week was produced by Adam Corey with assistance from Laura McCarthy. Our business manager is Lindsay Myers. Thanks to Matt Smith and Abby Altman from Club Passim and Adam Gerzak for doing sound. Thanks to Chuck Honnett from Nine Athens Music for letting us have the stage for the Monday Night Discovery series. Hope to get Rachel back in uh, Boston soon. So if you are in Boston listening, I'll definitely let you know if she comes back. Uh, In the meantime, I think she's got a song or two up on Spotify and um, some YouTube videos out there. But uh, just such a talented individual. If you want a basic folk beanie, you can go to my website, cindyhouse.net. That's also where you can sign up for our mailing list and just 
Listen to past episodes because there's so many of them. You can get this podcast anywhere that you uh, subscribe and download podcasts. Please subscribe and review and rate and do all of the things. Thank you so much, and we will see you next week on Basic Folk. Okay, bye. Bye.